Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world at all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. It is your host, Rachel, here. Of course, week after week, you're here with me. Thank you all for coming back and tuning in. And welcome to all of my new biddies. This week, we are coming off the makeup show in New York City. It was crazy. It was such a good time. Um, I got to reconnect with some of my friends. I got to meet some new friends. Um, It was really great. I'm so happy that I got to connect with some of you. Um, If I didn't get to say hi... I am giving you a big, big virtual hug right now. Um, These shows are crazy, and sometimes when you're there, it gets a little hectic. So sometimes I don't get to say hi to everyone, and it kills me because I don't get to say hi to everybody. But make sure to keep in touch. Sign up for the email list to make sure that you know where I'm going to be next, whether it's a virtual meetup or an in-person meetup in a city near you. That way you can come meet with me and get to know you girl one-on-one. So thank you all who were able to connect with me. Um, Thank you for all of your support and reviews, y'all. We have now cracked into the top 100 beauty and fashion podcast for the United States of America. Hell yeah, America, fuck yeah. I could not be more, more, more grateful. I always tell you guys how important these reviews are. This is what pushes the podcast in the charts and gets more eyes on it. And we want to spread the word about this community because, you know, we're fucking amazing and we want to spread the support. So that is really the best way to support me. Whenever you guys ask, that is the most important way and best way to support me. And as a reminder, as I say, every single week, if you do write a review and you can also do it in Spotify, you can put in a rating, um, do a rating or a review in Spotify or Apple iTunes store, uh, Apple podcast store and send me a screenshot and I will mail you something as a thank you because you guys, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you. Seriously. If there's another way you want to support me in more of like a monetary way, if you want to have a little bit more of an intimate experience and get special perks like bonus episodes, like merch perks, like special access, um, virtual meetups, all these things are in my Patreon, patreon.com slash lipstick biddies. It's less than the price of a lipstick. It starts at $5 a month. So make sure to check that out. Um, I am so appreciative of my patrons. I wouldn't have an editor if it weren't for you all. So we're moving on up y'all. Um, make sure of course to take a screenshot and tag me and one of our guests in something you learned, something you love with this week's episode. If you're new to me, I hope you're um, already following me on Instagram and TikTok, but it is at Lipstick Biddies on social media. Lots of fun things coming up this month, like new merch, which we will have next week in the merch store launching on the 11th. And if you were at the makeup show this weekend, you saw what the designs are and y'all like people went wild. So if you have not seen them yet, 
get ready. My patrons will actually get first access. So if you want even more out of this and you want to get first access, make sure to sign up for the Patreon now so that you are first access for the new merch. And there's so many special surprises in store for this month. It's kind of crazy. So get ready. This is going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a wild spring, wild summer. Um, so this week, this week's episode was actually recorded at the makeup show back in November. It is part three of our four part makeup show bonanza interviews. So this week, um, we actually have guests Yvonne McGinnis. We have Daniel Medina with Face Cult Beauty, Mary Shen with Lash Lash Beauty, and Nick Luan. Make sure to check out the show notes um, to find out where to follow them and also connect with them. Make sure to follow them on social media. Check out The Makeup Show at The Makeup Show. Thank you, Shelly Tagar, who set me up with press. So I was able to get these interviews. And of course, thank you to my lovely assistant, Rachel Austin Boxley. You can find her on Instagram at Rachel Austin Boxley. She was the one being able to make sure that everything was recorded and also I stayed sane and hydrated. Find yourself a Rachel. Seriously, Rachel. I, you were missed this weekend. I will tell you that. I wish I had Rachel this weekend. This weekend was hectic, but we made it through. I'm just so glad that I got to meet some of you. I know you all will love this episode and stay tuned. Our very last episode of this four-part series is going to be coming up in two weeks. And yeah, I hope you guys love this and I will talk to you all next week. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. We are streaming live from the makeup show, as you know. It's talking to some of my favorite people, some of the most amazing educators, makeup artists, uh, community members in the world. And I'm here today with the one and only Yvonne McGinnis. How are you, Yvonne? Oh my God, I'm so good and even better. I can't even believe that you said my name right because that never happens. <laughs> I'm always expecting to hear Yvonne the artist, but no, I am so good. You know, I am with my community after what feels like an eternity. And it is so incredible to just not only be seeing people's faces, but be able to like hug people and exchange, you know, all of that human element that we've been missing. The education rooms have been like on fire. People are literally in tears because they're just so insatiable for like yeah. that moment that they've been craving. So I couldn't be happier to be here this weekend and to see your face is just like the cherry on top. <laughs> By the way, I just noticed we have like matching earrings. Oh my God. We have like the lipstick earrings. Hey, my sister actually made this. Uh, she makes shrinky dinks. She made it out of a shrinky dink. Cool. I bought this a million years ago. I have no idea where I got this. Somewhere probably in Canal Street or something. But yeah, I thought it went with the look. It's amazing. So I know that like before you became a makeup artist, you're trained in fine art. What is your favorite thing about your artistry that you bring into your makeup oh from God. your fine artistry background? Well, I think it's 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 that. It's the element of fine art and, and really, you know, my wife, Liza Stewart, and I teach a lot of classes together. The Creative Makeup Bootcamp is where I think I met you a few years ago, and it's very much the core of what we teach. And everything, every time I'm able to share with this community, I get to talk about how important the artist in makeup artist is. And that's really what sometimes we lose. And when we're in this world of social media and buzz and noise, sometimes the makeup part takes over, but really being with our community and being able to bring back those fine art fundamentals like color theory and shape and form i mean that's the basis of all art and when we can infuse that and connect that to our makeup artistry that's when we're really able to unleash our inner creative so i cannot even tell you how amazing it's been once i made that connection i was truly able to connect my passion to my purpose and so yes to spread the love of fine art around and mix it up into this crazy industry of makeup has been 
you know, beyond what I could have imagined for myself as an educator in this on this platform. And so, yeah, it's been awesome to connect that. Today I taught a class on avant-garde artistry and it's literally, I was just like, let's just talk about fine art and like mix it up into makeup and like everyone loved it. So it was awesome. Yeah. So I got to ask because you're very into like avant-garde looks. What is the strangest thing that you've ever glued to your face? Oh my God. <laughs> well, let me think about that because I've been gluing shit to my face for a minute. Like I'm talking like probably three decades of stuff on my face. Hmm, how can I say this? There's something coming soon. Uh, follow me at Yvonne the Artist for more, but uh, I, I got to film a show and in that show I glued something really crazy to my face and sculpted like two other faces out of it. So yeah, it was like, a, it was a medium that I hadn't worked with before, but of course, going back to fine art, it was just another medium to work with. And that's what, I feel like that's what frees us as artists. It's like, it doesn't really matter what it is when you look at it either sculpting or painting you can really kind of release yourself from the control and just have some fun with it so yeah i guess that probably is one of the weirdest things <laughs> although you know we just got through halloween there was a lot of stuff glued to my face last week right <laughs> <laughs> So many, so many different objects. It's like it's, it's, it's like all like for me. I think texture is one of the, my favorite things to play with, and I am like so into connecting with your inner child and using things like I remember the very first like avant-garde like editorial shoot. I was like slime. We have to use slime. <laughs> like, I love that. Oh my god, I would love to do a slime look. Actually, I did do a slime once with Ali. <laughs> Allie X, she is an amazing pop uh -huh. singer and she is so much fun. She was like my little like Lady Gaga for a few years when I was living in LA. We worked a lot together and actually we did do this face mask that came out like gold liquid slime um, for this really editorial photo shoot that we did once. And so that was probably the weirdest thing I've ever put on somebody else's face. <laughs> I did one. I remember I did a, like a honey one and oh, that was, cool. was the first time I did someone with honey. But like, you know, like the Kim Kardashian one where it's like just like trickling down like very like gracefully I literally like took the honey and at, like dumped it on this poor girl and she was just like, <laughs> was like and then came the bees no I'm just kidding right <laughs> like and then I and then I threw feathers on her <laughs> oh my god that's so funny oh it, it makes me think of like uh, cartoons I don't know like again like totally. I get inspired by stuff like that you know like buying shrinky dinks and making yeah. earrings out of them but anyways yeah so as you know, I know you are a listener of the podcast. Yes. I know we've known each other for a while. Yeah. So you probably know my favorite game, Would You Rather? Would you rather give up using color in your makeup only, Ooh. use neutrals, or have to eat your least favorite food with breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Is that like forever? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I would still eat bad food because me giving up color and makeup is basically death. I was like, when you pulled that card, I was like, that's so funny. That's like the Avon card. That is the Avon card. Yeah, I like a little bit of color in my life. You know what? Here's the thing, though. What I love about this is that this could be a challenge for someone who uses color all the time to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And even, you know, in all the years I've been doing makeup, I still thrive. I still thrive on being uncomfortable. And I always want to fall on my face. I always want to find you know, that next step and, and to continue to evolve. Because if we stop learning, basically we're all done, right? So being at the makeup show and seeing people like Danessa Myricks on stage and James Malloy and Mimi Choi and all the amazing artists that are here pushed me out of my comfort zone. So maybe I do need to do something without using color every once in a while. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I love these cards. Yes.
Yes. So these are available at lipstickbitties.com. So Yvonne, before we go, can you let the listeners know where they can find you? Anything else you want to say to yes. people before we sign off? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking a minute to chat with me. It's always a pleasure <laughs> hanging out, kicking with my girlfriends. Um, if you guys are looking for more about myself or my beautiful wife, Lija Jade, you can find us at The Creative Makeup. It's our brand. Um, and it's also the class we teach, the Creative Makeup Bootcamp, all about art, fine art fundamentals in makeup. And of course, myself on Instagram, at Yvonne the Artist. I'll be there doing all the crazy makeup things. Um, feel free to slide into the DM if you ever have a makeup question. I love to share all the knowledge that I've been able to collect over the last 15 years. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Yvonne. <laughs> I appreciate you. And we'll have to do, we're, we're going to do like a full length episode, right? Yes, girl. Okay. I mean, we, we have to get a bottle of wine for that. Trust. <laughs> Trust and believe. Trust and believe. I love it. I'm so proud of you and what you're doing with Lipstick Biddies, honestly. I'm so happy you're here as a media at the Makeup Show New York City. Girl, you should be proud of yourself, too. I am. It's a really, it's a really surreal. Trust me, I've been like, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, I've been like, holding back tears all day. Um, yeah, it's really surreal, but I'm sure that you also like know like when you first started your career and getting those like big breaks, yeah. what that must have been like for you. Yeah, those pinch me moments are the moments that define us. I think. Mm -hmm. And this is like, you know, this is one of them. And like having you and like all the other special people in my lives and like Rachel, who's assisting me yeah. here Rachel. for this moment. Awesome. Yeah. I love you girls. Yes. And I just met today a really, really cool creator of a brand that I wanted to introduce you to. His name is Daniel Medina with Face Called. Hi guys. How are you? <laughs> we're doing good. So um, I met you as we were walking around because you have like such a cool like new gadget for the yeah. beauty community. You are a makeup artist yeah. and a lot of times makeup artists come out with the best things. So what do you do mostly with your makeup? What kind of like clientele do you do? Yeah. So I was with Chanel for 11 years. Stop. I was, I was, I'm, I'm freelance. <laughs> I freelance with Chanel. Okay. So, yeah. you know, it's Chanel family. <laughs> So I was with Chanel for a really long time, done a lot of film, fashion. Um, so that's kind of the need of how I created this is, yeah, as a necessity. There's not an applicator that you're able to like roll down your finger and apply makeup with. So if you are watching on the YouTube channel, Daniel has the product right here. For the people that are listening on the podcast, can you kind of like describe? The face call applicator, okay. absolutely. It's a black, like a finger caught. It goes all the way past to your uh, knuckle. And when you apply it, you roll it down and it's a sponge like material that you roll onto your finger and you're able to get underneath those like hard to reach places underneath the eye area around the face. It's sponge like material, so it's super soft and it mimics the natural pores and the natural texture of our skin. So like, was this something that like came to you like as like a lightning bolt moment or is it something that you are constantly looking for a solution for that you created this? Yeah, I think what stemmed uh, the beginning of it was I was doing runway shows actually here in New York, which is funny that we're here right now. And I was at New York Fashion Week and I was doing makeup and I needed to just touch up a little bit on uh, one of the model's faces. But it's so unsanitary and it's, you know, kind of taboo to use our fingers while applying makeup. But it's so necessary because the heat from our finger actually warms up the makeup when you're applying it. So that's where this stemmed from. It was uh, a sanitary way to apply makeup and pressing underneath the eye. And I can tell you from what I see and what I felt of the product, it's really cool because I feel like a lot of people um, with COVID, you know, now they're wearing gloves and it's like impossible to apply makeup with like actual just like Natrell or like latex gloves. So how did you come up with like the material? Was it something that you like had to do like sample? Like 
Like I cannot even imagine like what went into designing that and developing that. Yeah, so we actually, it, it took three years to develop um, a lot of prototyping, a lot of uh, discovery, you know, what do they say? Happy surprises, little, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. So I uh, spent three years on developing it. It's made out of natural rubber. It's latex free. Um, it's biodegradable. I wanted it to be eco-conscious as well. So that all went into the formulating of creating this product. I love that. And one of the things that I noticed when you were talking to me about the product is like the packaging, you know, very yeah. much lipstick yeah. bitties. Yeah, we talk about loving, eco-friendly, queer owned. Yeah. yeah, so we're PETA certified, queer created, which we're proud of to put that on our packaging hyperallergenic, latex-free, biodegradable, and we're made in the USA. It is important, and like I was saying to you before, it's important to have representation in this industry, not only with makeup artists, but with brand owners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's like really important to me when I'm looking for uh, new brands and just brands to support and talk to and that are interesting to me, or people that have like ethical companies, yeah. like you were saying. Absolutely, I think it's super important, and this is what I think the beauty industry is going towards now. I think we're becoming more conscious of what we're putting on our body, what we're using, and also what does the brand represent? How are how are brands spending their money? You know, how are they advocating? And that's one big thing when creating Face Cult that I wanted to advocate and be, you know, a queer brand and be proud of that and being Latino. Yeah. Fuck yeah, we love queer yeah, brands. Yeah, <laughs> We're queer as fuck here. Yay, <laughs> yeah. <how y 'all> <laughs> so we have the amazing Would You Rather Lipstick Bitties cards here. So I'd love for you to pull a card. Yeah. Okay, on the day of a photo shoot, have the best skin day of your life or the best hair day of your life. Best hair day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your hair looks amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I think hair yeah. hair day, because if it's not a skin day, I can always put it on a little concealer, you know what I mean? Would you would you say the same thing if you had a model? Oh God, no skin for sure. Yeah. For me, it would be hair for them skin, because great makeup has to go on great skin. Yeah, and if it's not great skin, then we have good products to apply. At, you know, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. What is one of your favorite like go-to skin prep products? Well, coming from Chanel, you know, I love me some Chanel. Uh, I love the highlighters. I love the um, what is it? The Le Beige. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. it would be. Like, we love the we love the blue beige. We'll have well, we love the blue beige. We'll have to talk more about Chanel. Um, but thank you so much for taking a little time to talk to us. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and um, like I said, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure to take a check out on the YouTube channel so you can actually see physically see the product um, because it's really really fucking cool. Can you let us know, Daniel, where to find you on social media? Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, absolutely. So we're at facecult.com. You can find us at facecult beauty on Instagram. Yeah, like us, follow us. We're excited to share, and you can see um, exclusive videos that we created of our queer drag queen Isaiah is on our Instagram. Um, check it out. It's beautiful. Thank you, Daniel. Biddies, you've heard me so many times raving about how incredible my Patreon community is. And I want to tell you guys about it because it is the best way to support your girl, the HBIC, as we build this Lipstick Biddies community up worldwide. You all want to support me. I appreciate that. It is so much work to run this podcast. It is a one-woman show. We are just starting to up-level with new things like editors and all these crazy things that I'm finally getting to pay for because of the support of my Patreon. And I cannot thank you enough. So the Patreon is amazing because 
you get to support me with a small monthly donation starting at $5 a month. Biddies, that is less than the price of a lipstick. And you get something in return as a thank you from me to you. You get monthly bonus episodes. You get a merch pack. You get a podcast shout out. You get monthly meetups. You get makeup classes. It is incredible. There are different tiers. Pick whichever one's right for you. It is the best way to support me and also connect with biddies around the world, both pro makeup artists and beauty enthusiasts, and also have a little bit more of an intimate experience with your girl. I love my patrons. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It truly is the best way to help grow this community, and I appreciate all of you so much. Check the link in the show notes or just go to patreon.com slash lipstickbiddies. Thanks, biddies, and see you in the Patreon. I'm here today with an incredible makeup artist and brand owner, Mari Sten. Hi, Mari. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Finally, we're here to see each other in person again. Yes. Is this your first year at the makeup show with Lash Lash? It's our second time in at New York. Show we also been to Chicago before the pandemic. Yes. Yeah, so it's my third show. How exciting is it to be at these shows? It's so great. I love the energy. I always been coming here since, you know, since I started doing makeup. So I used to come here just to attend, to meet new people, to learn about the brands. And now I'm very happy to be on another side with my brand represented here. So yeah, it's been it's been great. So you were mentioning you moved here. You're Russian? Yes, I'm from Russia originally. I moved here about 13 years ago. It's going to be 13 in January. And um, I've been doing makeup for about 15 years. And like, you know, in the middle of me like doing makeup I couldn't like I do a lot of private clients a lot of celebrities of red carpet special events also fashion and beauty and yeah I was looking for I I remember sitting there cutting my lashes because they were way too long for my clients and trying to make them smaller trying to figure out how to make them look less like noticeable and I'm like, they don't exist. So, you know, slowly I start working on the ideas, trying to figure out the lash that I want. And I came out with Lash Lash. I've talked about Lash Lash on the podcast before. It used to be Marishten Beauty. So if you heard me talk about Marishten Beauty, Lash Lash is now the new name of Marishten Beauty. Amazing individual lashes. And then the most, I feel like the most like innovative thing that you did was the lash slices. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what the lash slices are and how you came about to to do that system because it's so genius. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a long process, but I wanted to make something that's a little easier for a consumer, also as a makeup artist, because a lot of times someone who's not a professional makeup artist look at the individual eyelashes and they get a little scared. They're like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. So I'm like, how can I bring that lightness of uh, individual eyelashes, but make it easier? And so this idea came kind of between getting the trios, but also pre-cut eyelashes, something in between where you still can build your own lash, shorter, longer, and combining two different styles. So it's all in one box. We have four styles and you can mix and match. You can make it fuller. You can layer them. So you really can customize for yourself and it's much easier to apply on yourself. So that's, yeah, that's the latest collection and I'm working on more styles for the collection. So it's going to be out 
hopefully in a few months. Well, it's also a time saver because I will say from experience, like I feel like this is something that makeup artists have done for a while is cut up their lashes to make a custom lash for their client. But with the lash slices and then your individuals, you're able to do it so much faster because it's already kind of like pre-done. So how has your like makeup applications kind of like shifted now that you have your own lashes? I'm sure much more easy, right? Yes, yes. I mean, first of all, I'm very, very fast now with the lashes. Yeah. I can apply them really quick. And also all of my clients now know the lashes and they all request them. So even sometimes, you know, it's like, they're like, oh, I want the lashes. But yeah, it's, it's just, I know how much it brings to the makeup. So it's such a small detail, but if it's done right, it just changes the game, so yeah. Do you have any tips for people like me who cannot, first of all, well, I'll say this, your lashes are the easiest lashes, like individual lashes that I've ever worked with. So like, it's been much easier for me to do lash, like individual lashes in general since I got my hands on your product. But what is a tip you could give for under the under eye lashes, the lower lash line, because that is like the bane of my existence and yours looks so gorgeous right now. Thank you. You know, take the shortest, like I use my six millimeters for, and just like for me, if I get the lash right in between my own lashes, it will stay. It's not gonna turn in a very weird way. It's gonna stay there. You can reapply, uh, you can apply mascara on top of it and it's gonna be great. So like for me, I think it's like getting in the right position and that's it. What would you say, because I know like you're still a working makeup artist and you have your own brand, what would you say to the listeners that may have like a, an idea in their head or ready to launch a brand and they're a makeup artist, what would you say like is one piece of advice you could give them as they're starting their journey? First of all, it's a lot of work. So you, I like even I didn't realize how much more work it is and just be patient and be, if you believe in your product and if you believe in the idea, just it's uh, just keep working on it that's it like you you never stop you literally never stop like uh, even when I do makeup I'm thinking about the product when I'm doing product I'm thinking about makeup so it, it's like becomes one big world but it's it's a lot of work so it's a lot of sacrifices but it's you know it's worth it and your customers speak for themselves because i think the person so i learned about it first i said through johnny Polizzi, makeup artist founder of cmad that i used to intern for but also grant carpen <laughs> who loves loves you and he was like you got it and i was like oh that's like that he was the one that sold me because i was like oh that, that's the third time i've heard about them i need to get them now so make sure you check out lash lash and mary Stan. so i have a would you rather lipstick fitties card so go ahead and pick a Card. Would you rather your client comes to their appointment with a full face of makeup or your client's significant other is micromanaging the entire appointment? Oh my God, I'm like, what would be the worst? Basically one would be like yeah. a time suck and the other one would be like, just like, you know, kind of like an inconvenience, I guess. Yeah, I think the second one. I, I think like I can talk people through the process and with even micromanagement, I can figure out how to like do my way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, yeah. You seem like a people person, so like that's part of our jobs is learning how to talk with people and how many of us have been in that situation where we had someone trying to micromanage whether it's like the mother or the bride or the significant other and it's our job to like navigate those situations. Yes, exactly. And like you just need to figure out and make them feel comfortable too and you know, trust you, trust you and yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Mari, so much. And can you let our listeners know where they can find you and your brand Lash Lash and anything else you want to say before we sign off? Lash Lash. You can find us on Instagram at lashlash.nyc. Our website is lashlash.nyc. My personal is Mari Sten. And I know you guys follow your dreams. Yes, that's it. We love that. We love that. 
here with one of my favorite artists, Nick Luan. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here to see you in the flesh after all this time. Yes. I feel like for the pandemic, I only saw you through social media, but it's so nice to finally be in person with all of the artists and all the people that we love. It feels like coming home to family. It's amazing. Yeah. It's always been about like community here and of course education. And I remember what the way that I was first introduced to you was you were doing an educational se seminar. I think it was like comple on complexion. Like the techniques that you use like blew my mind. And I want to ask a lot of the techniques that you use, such as like, you know, priming the brush, getting it right into your brush and is that right. stuff that you've like learned while you were working or do you feel like you've learned it right. from like mentors? The thing is with like with makeup and complexion in particular, that's your money maker. Complexion is always going to supersede everything else. Like you can do the most crazy eyeshadow on the planet, but if the complexion isn't on point, if the canvas is not prepared properly, it's not worth it. You're not going to make the money. People won't call you back. So for me, complexion is number one always. And then the techniques that you just mentioned are really things that I've picked up from working on set and working with a lot of my mentors. So I don't really call them mentors. I call them friend tours because we all kind of grew up in the industry together. We've all assisted each other over the last like 15, 20 years. So you learn things from your friends while you're assisting them. And we have no problems assisting each other, but things like really working the product into the brush before you apply it to the skin makes the life so much easier. It's always going to give you more like that airbrush finish. You know how sometimes you see that person walking down the street and they've got that like spot of blush that's so unblended and it just looks like a dark spot. I mean, the trick to getting rid of that is really working the blush into the brush so that when you go to apply it, it's always diffused. It gives you that perfect like airbrush smooth finish. And then you also don't have to worry about fallout when you right. get the product in the bristles. Yep. I remember that I remember this demo because you were like, yeah, you're not going to like knock it off and get it all over them. Right. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a lot of makeup artists inclination or they're like just second nature to like dip your brush in your product and they just tap it. <laughs> but you're just tapping it. The product is still sitting on the tip of the brush. It hasn't made its way into the bristles. Yeah. And then you get the fallout issue. You know, you get the beautiful complexion and you go in with that smoky eye and then you have to repair yeah. everything. And when you're working on set, you know this when you work on set. You don't have time to do repairs. You have to just push through. So working clean is really one of those things to cut back and minimize on your timing when it comes to applying makeup. And I remember also during your webinar, I th uh, webinar seminar, I'm like, uh, I'm like so like traumatized from like doing all these webinars. <laughs> I know, thinking, but you got a good memory. I don't. <laughs> no, because it was it was really impactful for me, honestly, and like okay. like being able to like talk to you right now here as lipstick videos is like. A very like surreal moment Full for circle, me like specifically yeah um, so like being uh just remember i think you were i think you were one of the first like seminars i saw it was at imats it was okay. at imats in atlanta i think oh my gosh that was a long time that was ago like, that, was that was like three years ago, ago. Yeah. and you had also talked a lot about mixology and mm -hmm. one thing that really stuck with me biddy is is you blew my mind you were like mix up like customization is job security so can you talk about that like hearing it from you yes absolutely so you have first of all she's got like the best memory on the planet nobody ever remembers what i say and i'm so impressed when it comes to mixology and when it comes to loyalty with your clients that's what keeps them coming back for more because when you're custom blending a product you're creating the perfect combination for your client they're not gonna find that anywhere else. So guess who they have to call when they want that same look or that level of service? You, that's money in the bank, it's loyalty. They're gonna come back to you for more. So for me, that's really important. When I work with a client, I custom blend everything. They're not gonna find that product specifically at a store, they would have to buy multiple products. So it's easier for them just to call me up 
to do their makeup. And then you get the skill, the person that understands the formula and the best way to apply it so that it stays on for them for whatever their, their job is for the day, wherever they're making their appearance, whether it's a wedding, a divorce, a stage performance. Yeah. Those are all the biggest moments in your clients' lives and you want to be a part of every one of those moments. Yeah. Is that the favorite, your favorite thing about being a makeup artist, like being a part of the client's like special moments? I think for me, that's a big part of it. But when it comes to makeup, it's really about boosting the confidence of the customer, of the client, the person in your chair. So for me, makeup is not really about covering up things. It's really about helping them find their confidence to be themselves because before makeup, I was a really shy person, believe it or not. Like yeah. I, on stage to talk to a, a group of humans was the most terrifying thing to me. But when I would put on my makeup, it was like my war paint. You know, I was an opera singer for six years and I was terrified of the stage. But as soon as I put on my makeup, my wig, my outfit, I became that character and it gave me the confidence to get out there and do my thing with, without any fear of the audience. So I think that makeup has a huge power for people to do that. And if you've got like a power color, like today your power color is gold, honey. She's gorgeous in gold. When she wears her gold, she's filling herself and she's giving the full bitty experience. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, that's the power of makeup. Yeah. Um, and I know that like you do like beautiful complexion, beautiful natural makeup, um, but you do also like insanely incredible special effects makeup and character makeup. Thank would you, you would you say like, do you have like a preference? Like what like what lights you up one more than the other yeah, it's it's a tough question because for me again it's about finding that that sweet makeup spot where your client feels their best you want them to feel themselves and feel amazing so i know that beauty makeup is the bread and butter but when it comes time for like really getting into character artistic makeup doing a special effects makeup body painting anything like that really is the most exciting. I think my clients actually feel the most beautiful when they're looking scary or looking like a character. They really feel it. And it's something that everybody should experience in your life. If you've never done drag, it doesn't matter if you're a cisgendered woman, man, whatever. If you've never done drag, there's nothing more freeing than putting on a crazy beat, hair, lashes, and a full outfit, and then stepping out into the spotlight and just being whatever you want to be. So for me, I love the artistic stuff. It's a passion of mine, but it's something that doesn't necessarily make the best money for me, but something that's also an important skill to hone. Because if you can do a drag makeup, if you can do a fantasy or a face paint, it's gonna boost the level and the skill set of your beauty makeup. Because you're doing things on a larger scale, so you can imagine what the detail is going to be on a smaller scale. Absolutely. And I will say, like, from experience, Biddy, is I used to, like, I went and worked at a haunt one year um, and did special effects makeup for them. And everything was airbrush, right? And I had never done, like, airbrush special effects. I've done airbrush for bridal and beauty. Uh, but you had to learn how to do a full zombie special effects, like, makeup in, like, five to ten minutes. And you were oh just like... God. Bam. That's pushing the limit. I can't even do that. It was crazy. It was it was yeah. pretty crazy. Well, everybody got, kind of got the same look. But anyways, right. when after that, and then I had to go do a bride, I was like, oh. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's, it's kind of like doing things on a bigger scale helps right. to boost your skill set on everything else. And I think everybody should experience that. So if you're afraid to go there, just look at your artistic makeup as if it was a beauty makeup, just in a different scale and contrast or a different color range. So... A lot of times when I'm starting out with my students and they want to do something creative and they're afraid to, I'll say just do a beauty makeup, just instead of using skin tones, 
use different layers of pink or blue. You do monochromatic, light blue, medium blue, dark blue, and do the same placements that you would do for a beauty makeup. That's a good way to kind of just dip your toes in the water. Love that. Love that. That's so cool. I just, I love all your work. And like I said, this is like kind of like a full circle moment for me. A lot. I've had so many full circle moments today. I'm like, every day is a full circle moment. Like every moment yeah, is a full I mean, circle that's moment. That's what you can expect at the makeup show. It's always a full circle moment. It feels like you're coming home to family when you're yeah. at the makeup show. Um, I've been a makeup artist for 20 years. Until I found the makeup show, I feel like I was in a shell by myself on an island because I was doing freelance and you don't really feel the connection to the people around you because you're just in your own bubble doing your own thing. The second you find a community like the makeup show, the powder group, any of those, those groups, you feel like you can have really frank conversations about customer service, client service, which products are the best, all of that stuff with these people that are also in the same position that you're in. So it's like you find your network and that's, there's nothing better than that. Fuck yeah, love that. <laughs> Um, so Nick, so on every episode, I always ask my guest a would you rather question because would you rather is one of my favorite games. Um, so I have my lipstick bitties, would you rather cards here today? Yes, We're debuting them. this game. I'm excited and nervous <laughs> and scared all at the same time. It's easy. I promise. Would you rather have lunch with one of your biggest idols or book my dream job? Oh man. I, because of who I am in nature, I'm more confident with a makeup brush in my hand. So I would rather book my dream job. And I've actually been able to do that before, which is pretty amazing. I had to actually work on um, Black is King with Beyonce and <gasps> actually got to body paint the queen herself. That was my dream job. And <laughs> when I have a makeup brush in my hand, I just feel so confident to have conversations with my clients. So it was it was just so easy to talk to her and get to know a little bit about her and, and just really, really enjoy that dream job experience. And I, I'm hoping and I know there's going to be many more dream jobs in my future. Yes, I love that. Ah, oh, I love that. That gives me chills. Amazing. Um, so Nick, thank you so much for your time. Would you be able to let the listeners know where they can find you? Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of you guys that are interested in learning a little bit more about me, my experience, or the way that I educate, because I know Rachel loves the way I educate, check <laughs> me out at Nick Lujan underscore artistry on Instagram and follow my YouTube channel as well as the Kevin O'Quan page because I do work for Kevin O'Quan Beauty. And I have put together a full library of all my tips, tricks, and techniques using Kevin O'Quan's beauty products on YouTube. Thank you, Nick. And we will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. To receive a special surprise from the head biddy in charge in the mail, make sure to drop a review in the app and DM your screenshot to me at Lipstick Biddies. Remember, you are a badass fucking biddy. See you next week.